Welcome to this episode of the Growthcast. My name is Jackson Campbell, joined again here with Dallas Pruitt for another extended cut episode. Very grateful to be here. Before we dive in and I introduce the topic, I just want to introduce myself for those new listeners. My name is Jackson Campbell. I've been working with Dallas Pruitt since the beginning of the Growthcast. I'm very grateful to be here. Um, but to give you kind of a rundown of the Growthcast, Monday through Thursday, um, we get to hear from Dallas on the growth cast. Now we're a little bit different. This podcast is a little bit different than the regular podcast you listen to. Most podcasts drop one episode a week, maybe two episodes a week, maybe three. But over here at the growth cast, we drop six episodes a week, Monday through Thursday. So those first, so those first four episodes are hosted and narrated by Dallas Pruitt, where he goes through mindset principles, gets us ready for our day. Very, very short and impactful episodes. Definitely tune in for those. Then on Friday, I get to sit down. I get the honor to sit down with Tyler Devereaux, interview him about his business, what he's doing, um, talk about mindset. We talk about real estate, um, but we, we share things that we learn on these podcasts. So it's very powerful to hear from Ty, hear what he's learning and those perspectives he's gaining. And then on Saturday, the episode you're listening to right now is an extended cut episode where I get to sit down with Dallas Pruitt. We dissect the book of the month, but we're always going to be talking about mindset principles. Sometimes we might loop in the a principle from that past week's drip. Um, we might just talk about the, the book of the month, um, but that is more or less the outline of the growth cast. We're very lucky and very, very blessed to be able to have the listeners that we do. We just got back from peak partnership and man, it was, uh, yeah. it was overwhelming. I got, I, I, it was overwhelming for me to, to get so Absolutely. many, so many thank yous from people. It was, uh, it's humbling, man. And I just, to everybody that came up and talked to me and said, what's up and that I was able to chat with a little bit. I love you. I truly, truly love you. And I pray for your success. I hope for your success. Um, and I, we, I really, really hope that the growth cast helps you get there, that you can use this, that you can look back to these episodes and find some golden nuggets to help you get to your goals. Yeah. I love the growth cast. I want to give a quick breakdown um, of what we do weekly, but Dallas, let's dive in here, man. Let's dive in here to the to the episode of this week. The topic that we want to talk about this week is decisiveness and ownership. Yeah. Now, we've been reading the book um, Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willink and Leif Babin. That's been the book of the month this month. So if you haven't grabbed that, definitely still suggest getting that in and get getting that adding that book to your list at, at the least. But Dallas, yeah. I know there was an excerpt from the book that you wanted to read. Yeah. Um, you want to start there? Is there anything you want to add before you go in? Yeah, we'll get we'll get there right now. Um, I was going to reiterate that, you know, mindset, the mindset we teach to the principles we talk of, the tactics we share, the insight, you know, these timeless drips of, of wisdom, if you will, Monday through Thursday, they really all are rooted in leadership. I mean, you know, we talk about mindset and, and, uh, it's funny because, you know, there are different mindsets. Um, and, and the one we talk heavily on is, is a mindset of leading out properly, right? Uh, in accordance with timeless tactics, principles, and strategies that just produce a good life, um, that produce fulfillment, that produce success, that produce happiness. Um, and it's kind of funny, not funny. It's cool that we're talking about extreme ownership because you know, extreme ownership is a big part of that mindset, right? Like leadership in general. Um, and so, and I love today's, you just talked about this little segment we're going to read. It kind of summarizes the mindset. Um, 
uh, in terms of like process driven, you know, that's one thing I think that people need to understand about the work that, that we do, that you and I do that, that, that even MFM us as a whole, we are all very heavily entrenched or rooted in this mindset of process driven. We're very process driven, um, process and development, process and development, diving further and further into the process, loving the process, learning to love the process every day. And, uh, part of that is understanding that, you know, this, this, this picture you're painting, um, no matter how much you try to complete it, right, and control everything and dot all your I's and cross your T's and do everything in sequential order and do it perfect and do it right, um, it's an incomplete picture. You can't muster up all the contingencies that will come about. You can't predict everything. You can plan. You can plan and prepare, but you cannot even fathom some of the things that will pop up as you continue to grow and build as a leader in your life, whether that's your family uh, and, or your work or a project uh, within that work or whatever else. So I wanted to read this. It said, this incomplete picture principle is not unique to combat. It applies to virtually every aspect of our individual lives, such as personal health care decisions or whether or not to evacuate from the predicated path of a major storm. It particularly applies to leadership and decision-making in business. While business leaders may not generally face life or death situations, they are certainly under intense pressure with capital at risk, markets in flux, and competitors actively working to outmaneuver opponents. Professional careers and paychecks are at stake. Outcomes are never certain. Success never guaranteed. Even so, business leaders must be comfortable in the chaos and act decisively amidst, amid such uncertainty. And I think that's the one guarantee, man, is uncertainty. Literally, like across yeah. the board, um, you know, you and I were talking about some some important things before we. It always comes back to a prior conversation. We start recording our pre-recording podcast, really and uh, you know, like I've been I've been chasing down, quote unquote, chasing down um, success. I guess that's one perspective is I've been chasing down success within the growth of my business for ten years, but I don't view it that way. Right. Like I don't view it that way anymore. I believe when I first started, that was um, speaking of mindset. When I first started, that was part of my mindset was, man, I got to go chase this down. Um, but one thing that I've come to realize is success is something that ensues every single day as you make proper decisions, decisive decisions. moves, maneuvers around things that produce like planning, like looking at contingencies, like preparation for chaos and uncertainty right um and that is success like like doing that every single day that is success adopting the mentality that next week you really don't know what's going to come you can plan for everything that you do know but there are some things that are going to happen next week maybe even tomorrow that you you do not know it will come out of left field are you prepared are you preparing yourself mentally for that. Right. And, and so I just think again, yeah, the one certain thing that we can, the one guarantee that we all have as we move forward with all these amazing things that we're striving to do and become in our lives is life's going to throw us curveballs every week. And yeah. some of those curveballs, dude, they are bendy and yeah. scary yeah. and you can do work now to prepare for that 
You can become better now. You can become successful every single day and better prepare for whatever those curveballs are going to be. It's so. so good. It's so good. It reminds me of a quote or a statistic. There was a study done or a survey done to a hundred millionaires. And it was like, what is one trait? Like trying to figure out a trait that all these millionaires have. And the trait was being, was decisiveness, right? You don't get, you don't get to where you want to go without being able to make calculated, calculative and decisive decisions. Right. Yeah. It's so good, dude. It's so good that you bring this up because oftentimes we all go through things in our life where we have to make decisions. Like we have to make decisions every single day, some decisions easier than others. But understanding that that's a success principle, like you're saying, to make calculated and dis- and decisive decisions and not just wait around um, is huge, right? Dal, yeah. I, I want to ask you, do you have any examples of that in your life where yeah. maybe you didn't make a decisive decision and it kind of came back to bite you in the ass or you did make a decisive decision and it, and it worked out in your favor? Yeah, let's maybe talk about... Um... Yeah, one where it was in limbo and then I was decisive, right? But it was scary. Yeah. So... Um, fast or rewind, rewind the clock back to, well, there's a couple dude, extremely impactful. And ironically, they're, they're the most impactful, some of the most impactful decisions I've ever made. And it came from just following your gut, following an intuition, following this, this feeling. Right. And I don't want to like bypass that because I believe that, that sometimes, you know, we talk about weeding our emotions out of the way, but like our heart and our minds have to be connected when we make big decisions. They just do. And, and you got to use your brain and you got to use your heart. But, um, no, dude, I think real quick, just on that note, yeah. dude, that's where a lot of people get them mixed up, right? It's like, you don't weed out all your emotions. No, you just, you just make sure your emotions go through the filtering process, which is your brain. Absolutely. Your brain is what makes the decisions, right? But to, to filter those feelings through your brain, so you can feel them. That's powerful. Learn, learn about yourself with those feelings, right? And then make a decision. That's what it's about. Don't make decisions from here. Make decisions from here. Yeah. You no, know? absolutely. So I'm going to talk about two things. I'll talk about the example, and then I'll talk about something that helps in becoming more decisive around these big decisions, around decisions in general. And um, so rewind the clock three years ago. Um, I'd been doing my business, working my business, you know, double dipping, if you will, on a professional career in a specific industry while like tapping into the business world and running in both those lanes at the same time. And these two lanes had come or these two things had come head to head and uh, there was decisions to be made, but it was scary. It was really scary to be decisive because by committing to something, you're saying no to something else. And that's always the case. Right. Like when you say yes to something, you're, that means you're saying no to something else and you can't have it all, you know, so um, you can't have high risk, high reward and safety. Like you just don't get to have all of that. Um, and so I, I got offered this big opportunity. Um, funny enough, it's this opportunity that we're living yeah. in right now. Right. And uh, and I maybe have shared the story, but um, I had planned and planned and planned and planned and planned. And, and, and prepared, 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 prepared for that moment. And the moment came, the moment was nigh of making a decision and being decisive. And what happens when that moment is nigh, dude, fear settles in. You start to think and not just think, but you start to overthink, right? And 
if you're not careful, you will become very indecisive because of fear, fear settled in. And I had committed softly, not hard, to a decision, which was I was going to exit my career fully, dive full force, full mission, on board, go, ongoing, lots of uncertainties. Well, dude, I sat on that fence for about 24 hours. And luckily for me, somebody who had been down that path prior in a different aspect of their life, I'm sure was recognizing in me something they had experienced in their lives. That man's name was Ryan Woolley. And he called me up and he says, Hey, Dallas, what's the deal? And I was like, Oh dude, no, we're good. Like, like I'm trying to like get around it, be strategic. And he's like, no, like yesterday you were this. And today, like I can tell you're nervous. And I was like, I'll be honest, dude. Like I'm just trying to, you know, and I kind of like started to go down the path of explaining. And he was like, and and I remember him just like pouring love into me being like, dude, like you got this. And and reiterating the importance the importance of decisiveness, and helped me recognize there. Well, what I did that day that I haven't shared as part of this story, and that I've done continuously, and even had done prior, but maybe wasn't fully aware that I did this, and but I do it on purpose now. Is I think about my mortality. I think about right, like the the lack of guarantee of tomorrow. You know. My wife and I were actually talking about that today. Like there is no guarantee. We think there's like this guarantee that tomorrow's going to come and you'll have more time to sit on the fence and you'll have more time to sit there and think and overthink. And you'll talk yourself out of it a million times over for a billion different reasons. Right. But again, coming back to my heart, the mind connecting the two and looking forward to the uncertainty of not just tomorrow, but like, the rest of this life and then asking the better question of like, well, what if I don't do this? Like, what if I, what if I say no? And then sitting in that, like literally just sitting in that emotion for a minute, like before it's ever happened, it, it hasn't even happened. We have, that has helped me to become way more decisive regarding some of the most important decisions that I have ever made and committed to in my entire life. And it's this constant battle of, preparation, planning, thinking ahead, contingencies, sitting in your more, you know, the fact of your mortality and that you're going to die one day. And what's your passions? What are you, what do you care about? Why does it matter? And then it's a matter of what, well, what, what now what's next? And understanding that if you say yes to everything, that really means that you get you don't get everything. If you say yes to everything, you almost get nothing Yeah. of high value. You don't have these experiences. You don't accomplish a great thing. You don't cultivate a great work. You just do a lot that amounts to some things. And that's just not a path that a leader looking to make an impact in the world takes. And I had to sit in that reality. And at that moment, I was just faced with, and that's just one of many, dude. Like that's just one of many moments that I've had. Um, but I've become the more that I've practiced that type of thought process and that type of progression in a situation like that, the better I have become at becoming more and more decisive um regarding super important decisions in my life. Right. And uh so anyways, good. hopefully it's that's helpful. Dude, dude, such a good example. Such a good example. Thank you for sharing that, man. My biggest takeaway there is make you have to make a decision 
you got to make a decision and move, right? It's like you have to be confident in the decisions you're making, but you, but you have to be confident in yourself as well. Yeah, you do. And you've got to be confident in your nose. Yeah. Like, I think that part of the decision-making process is understanding that no is a really important word in, in our vocabulary. It's a really valuable word in our vocabulary. Saying no to things is liberating. Saying no to things helps you move, you know, further down that funnel of getting to whatever that, that, that thing is that you are supposed to do that, that you care a ton about. And the truth is this, man, you, you can't sit and care and do all these things. You won't do them all well. Mm -hmm. And man, you got one life to live. Like, how are you going to lead that out? What does that look like for you? And, and I think, you know, if you want to know, get better and be more courageous with saying no, be more courageous with saying no. If it doesn't excite you, if it doesn't, you know, fill you up, if it doesn't, if you're not sure, right? Like it, it's okay to say no, you don't have to say yes. Right. Say yes to those things that excite you and keep following that path. Say yes to those things that light you up and pay attention. Keep paying attention, cultivate a skill set, keep paying attention. And, and yeah, I just think that those, those, that's a really powerful way of, of navigating, you know, the build of, of a business and the build of your life. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, a, it's a powerful way to take ownership as well. Like a lot of times you say no, meaning that you're not going to do something, but by saying no, you're taking ownership of whatever it is that is the priority for you. Right. Absolutely. So it's, it's an important thing to remember there too. I've been, I've been kind of like picking up this book and reading it. It's a, it's a <laughs> book by Rick Rubin about creativity. Rick Rubin, he's a famous producer for those of you that are in the music that know, that know the music industry produced albums with Jay-Z, like he, big, big time Beyonce, Justin Bieber, like he's big time producer. He talks, he wrote this book about creativity. And one thing that really stood out inside of that was, talking about ideas, talking about creativity was, and I've been trying to figure out how I can loop it in here with creates with, with decisiveness, because what he talked about was other artists don't steal your ideas. You just took too long to execute on that idea. So that idea moved to another area to, 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 to have itself known. Does that make sense to like to, because it, there's times for ideas to come forward is what he was saying. There's time for ideas and creativity to come forward. And that idea might land on you for you to be that tool to bring it forward. But if you don't take that decisive action to, to make those, to make those and own it and own it, chances are it's going to, that idea is going to go elsewhere because it, it's the universe is actually calling for, right? It's something that's actually needed. So he talked about oftentimes we don't take decisions. We don't make decisions. And then they, what our idea was finds its way to somebody else and is, and is created that way. Right. So it comes back to being decisive. It really comes back to being decisive when you have that gut feeling like you were talking about looping it back to that, follow that, follow that. Because that feeling, if you do, if you push that off long enough, it will go away. Right. If you do, if you don't follow those things and make those decisive actions that you feel deep down that you need to make in order to get you to your goal, 
they will go away from you. You will not feel that at some point. And then you, and then you're kind of up Creek without a paddle. Right. And then you, then you have to figure out something else and you have to pivot. Yeah. So just to like drive home that point to what you're saying, you have to be decisive. You have to be decisive or else chances are your idea or thoughts going to, going to portray itself in some other way. Absolutely. And you'll, you be, you'll out, be caught you know with your I mean? pants down. Yeah. yeah you'll, you you'll continue out. to be caught with your pants down and you'll wonder why. And really a lot of the times it just boils down to you didn't take action. You yeah. didn't make a decision. You didn't move forward. Right. So many people stay stuck in thinking they stay stuck in overanalyzing and instead we could be working. Mm-hmm. We could be working and getting better. We could be in the process, in the thick of it, making decision after decision after decision and learning from each one and helping it or allowing that to help us make even better decisions as we continue to move forward. That's the directional path we need to be moving. But so many people think that by not making a decision, they'll stay here and they gain more time and preparation to move in the direction they want to go. But in reality, what they're doing is they're actually moving backwards. They're moving in a backwards direction. I'm a firm believer that, that, you know, there's two directions in life. It's either forward, we're growing, right? We're learning, we're growing, or we're faltering backwards. And, and there's really not this idea or concept or belief in my brain. You know, we come back to mindset that like, there's this stall where Uh, we can just stall life. There's no stall because guess what? Life keeps life moving. still keeps punching you in the face and it still keeps moving. Ideas keep coming to fruition. People keep producing. Industries continue to morph and cultivate and grow, right? And people do too. Are you going to be one of those people or are you going to be one of those other people? Mm-hmm. And that's a decision. That's a decision. That's a commitment you have to make. And so, yeah, I just, I'm a fan of this principle and I honestly would invite everybody to, you know, as we close out, like I I would invite everybody to kind of maybe look back on your life and really like sit in an example for a minute because everybody's had an example in their life where they were decisive, where they were decisive. And then they followed that decision with a series of other decisions in line with whatever that decision was. And it produced something great in their life. And great is relative. Great can be whatever it was great for you. And my invite is to sit in that, write that down. Right. And then, come to the understanding or the you know recognition again that like that principle holds true for every decision you make everything yeah. you commit to anything you want to do it it follows that same progress it, a progressional system it it, so it it all just boils down to did you commit did you decide and then get to work and that involves new decisions in regards to that same exact thing you're working to bring to life literally every single day. And so yeah, can't underestimate the power of being decisive. You know, I do one thing that I want to add here as we, as we wrap up is decisiveness makes it easier to take ownership. And if we could remember that, if we could remember that it's easier to take ownership, if we are decisive, right? One of the things we talk about in ownership and leadership is taking ownership of everything right? Even the decisions of your team members, right? Even the decisions of your team members and the consequences that follow those things as well, right? But if you're a leader, if you're, you are a leader in your own life, but if you are decisive, it makes it that much easier to take ownership and be able to 
find those maybe those faulty areas when maybe that decision wasn't the good decision or why or the correct decision by making those decisions you have complete ownership to then reverse it all the way back to when you make that decision to see what to see what you could have maybe done better or or or, or improved on so that's really what i wanted to end on today dude kind of looping back down to decisiveness is that it makes ownership so much more easy when you can when you're making the decisions that you're taking ownership for makes it makes it amazing makes it easier for sure absolutely because it gives you more control over the outcome exactly. you're not leaving it to chance exactly uh, that's not a good that's not a safe bet no so dallas thank you so much man thank you so much such a powerful episode remember just again just a reminder for everybody maybe a challenge for everybody figure out where you're not making that decisive decision in your life and make a decision Start, dude. Like, whatever. I'll end this, dude. Tyler is always talking about no decision is finite. You bring it up all the time. Make a decision and move. Within that movement and in that momentum, new things come to pass, and maybe new, maybe new ideas or opportunities come to pass as well. But you have to make that decision and start moving, moving towards your goals. Absolutely. You're the writer of your own life, dude. You're the one writing the freaking story. And the only way to continue the pen moving forward and bring that story to life is by making sound decisions on a regular basis and becoming more and more decisive regarding the things that you truly want uh, in this life. You know, YOLO tomorrow is not guaranteed. So no. let's wake up and let's rewake up every day and uh, live in that reality. Don't let it scare you. Let it excite you. Absolutely. Everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. Dallas, I can't believe you just ended that episode with a YOLO. Hashtag YOLO. That's an old school one. That maybe, yeah. I don't know. I'm not with the times, but like, Down I remember it. somebody. I got it. Them, boy, so there we you go. only live once for you old, <laughs> you old hooligans that aren't understanding that. Uh, but Dallas, thank you so much, man, for your wisdom, your time. Everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. The one thing we ask is that you leave us a rating, you leave us a review, and that you share the podcast so we can continue to touch as many people as we can. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Have a great rest of your day, weekend, whenever it is that you're listening to this. We appreciate you. Take care, y'all. See you guys.